0: Hello, hello. I am Vina, and I am your Dark Travels hostess. Tonight, we conclude our DeLatov Pass episodes with the investigation, if you want to call it that, theories, and our own personal, I guess, conspiracy theory. But uh, just so everyone knows, I am still joined by the polar bear, and the panda. Road trip with the panda. Yeah. (laughs) I wasn't going to say it. I wasn't going to say
1: it. It sounds better when you don't, huh? Crazy.
0: So, anywho. So, in our previous episode, we discussed the travels of the Dylatoff Pass group that eventually become this immortal mystery, this unsolved mystery. No, they well, solved it.
1: Yeah. Welcome Over- to part two. Uh,
0: overwhelming force. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> An avalanche did it. No, no. They didn't, even, they didn't say that. It's just overwhelming force. No, I mean later
1: on. Spe- well, speculated overwhelming force. That's all you need to know. Right. <laughs> Russian government said so. That's all you
0: need to know. And so tonight we're going to talk about the Russian government and their involvement. And again what people have thought was a potential reason behind all of this, including one of the main investigators who was part of it from the beginning. In our previous episode, it was discussed how this hiking and trail snow blazing sports club was part of the university that the majority of these college kids attended. And to recap from where we left off, just briefly, we were basically left with a variety of injuries and the bodies being essentially in various places along the mountain. And one of the curious things in my mind that just sticks out to me is the fact that these young adults, they were experienced, they were extremely uh, physically fit, and in the direction that they choose to go in is in the opposite direction of their food and other supply stash, which to me, I think, is very significant. If I was in a panic and fleeing my only source of heat, food, and water, I mean, there's snow on the ground, but... I'm not putting that in my mouth. That's right. <laughs> Cold is already. <laughs> Point is, I would have gone in the direction of my additional supplies. They actually end up on the other side, on the opposite side, and there doesn't even seem to be any attempts to get to that supply stash either. In fact, there's just an attempt to get back to the tent, which makes sense too. So let's talk about the investigation aspect of it. Now, as it was previously mentioned, there was supposed to be a telegraph from Dialtoff who was to indicate that they had returned. All was well. This telegraph, this cable never comes through.
1: Right. It's supposed to be February 12th. February 12th they're supposed to be back. And they're not bad. And the twenty first, they start the investigations.
0: Right, but what in the meantime, though, the family members get upset. They're getting nervous, and for some reason, the head of the sports club at UPI, the university that they all attended, Lev Gordo, lies about getting a telegraph from Dyatlov about how they were delayed to calm the parents down. So even from the beginning, even if they were still alive at this point in time, this fucking guy doesn't even help them. He lies to the parents because his thought is we're going to hear them. They're fine. There's no no reason for them not to show back up.
2: Right. Happens all the time.
0: Correct. But the family's like, no, 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 no. We're not taking your word for it. And they start complaining to the local communist party. And the local communist I know. The local communist party's like, we don't need this shit, let's get this going. Play the Russian theme song. What the fuck? (laughs) Or if he dies, he dies. (laughs) 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 Okay, (laughs) Jago. Okay. And as part of their response and bear in mind, this is the part that I just keep going back to. As, as important as people's lives are, okay, the military gets involved immediately, and the head of the military department at this particular university is a guy named Colonel Gregory Zeminovich,
2: Zeminovich.
0: Just call him Greg. and in addition to him taking out his unit and his people, students from the school also volunteer and head out, and... On top of that, one of the groups that heads out is headed by this guy, Sogrin, who is actually in the area, like we previously discussed, that uh, that Sasha was supposed to be part of. Yeah. So he goes and he helps. And Which is
2: crazy because their hike was 25 days and they already made it back. Right. Compared to the other guys.
0: So this is how important – getting or finding these kids is, but it's so important that the military is, is immediately involved. And so by February 21st, they're all heading out. And even several prisoner guards, prison guards, from the local, they have these, like, political prisoner prisons. They have one in particular in this area.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So on the 22nd of February, seven prisoner prison guards, go and try and scout out the area as well. And so you have groups who are coming back in from their own hikes, going right back out. You have students, actual students going, this is bullshit. we got to find our friends from the university heading back out. And you have the local Mansi hunters going out to help find these kids too. The what hunters?
2: The the Mansi. Oh, Mansi? The The natives.
1: The natives.
0: And even Moscow, and I'm assuming the government now, gets involved and sends out their specialists as well. Specialists. Right. Well, and to me, this is an extreme... And again, I'm not trying to diminish the importance of these kids' lives. I'm not. But here in America, you get lost. You know, you have search parties that are usually local, They, but they don't send the army. They don't send the military. Well, they don't
1: have... an. FBI uh I mean America it would start like you said it would start off with locals then local authorities then progress to state police sheriffs office. or yeah you know, counties and then state and then federal
0: but they jump right directly from well, to uh, the that's federal Well the point I'm making is
1: here. they don't have I'm assuming at, at this point in 1959 there isn't a federal bureau of Russian investigations, <laughs> you know. There's no FBI. Well, you FBRI. don't know that because we're,
0: we are talking post World War II.
1: Okay, I so mean. the KGB wants to come. But I mean, yeah. look,
2: communist Russia government wants to control everything. So.
0: So basically, what I'm saying is, the to me, the immediate response from the government is. It's pretty different. quick. Too, too pretty much. Yeah. It's too quick.
1: Right. It's pretty quick for. Well, I mean, I want to say quick enough. I mean, the, like we said in the last one, from the beginning of the first search party, which took place on February 21st, to the discovery of the last bodies. Four, four bodies, yeah. Which is on May 5th. So that's basically three months. Almost three months.
0: So the first place they look is obviously the, their final destination. Did they at least make it there? They realize that they didn't, so they kind of start backtracking down the mountain. A group led by Boris Sloptov on February 24th finds their original trail, and they follow it, and on the 26th when they discover the tent. So let's talk about what they find at the tent. They basically find it pretty collapsed, but it looks, and if you look at the pictures, like somebody had just basically piled a bunch of snow on it. At that point in time, they see that it's been cut. At this point in time, again, they don't know that it's been cut on the inside. We'll get to that in a second. So when they reconstruct or when they document how they find things, here's kind of the order. The entrance to the flap or the flap of the tent to the left is basically where they had all of their shoes. Now this does seem a little bit strange that they would have them kind of so far away from them, but it is what it is. In addition to that, on the right of the entrance, there's two buckets, a flask of alcohol, two large axes, one small axe, a cooking pot, a like a knife in its sheath, a suspended stove, bag of biscuits. And in the center of the right of the entrance, so kind of past all these goodies at the entrance, they find two pairs of shoes. And then in the far back corner on the the right, they find the food, cereal, can, sugar, wood. And essentially everything seems to be in order except for the pile of shoes that is on the entrance part on the left hand side. Why is that weird? To me, it, it seemed like I, I don't know if it's a culture thing. That would be my assumption.
1: So, so you're you're saying? So, I mean, so if I walk into the tent, I look to my left. That's where I'm going gonna put my
0: shoes. Right. Okay. No. So,
1: I mean, that I mean,
2: which is yeah, which is which is so normal for right? my pr- point of view is normal because
0: kind of backward.
2: Yeah, back where I came from. We essentially don't wear shoes in the house. Right. So as soon as you walk into the house, there's like a little shoe rack or just an ar- area where you kick your shoes off, which but is like a respect thing. So I wonder if they were just trying to keep the tent clean, dry, so all their boots, smel- snow melts in mm-hmm. all one area rather than all over the tent.
0: Well, and, and that's probably what the reasoning is putting there. But the problem is is that the boots were like in disarray. They weren't, like, ne- everything was organized in this tent except for these shoes, which is strange to the investigators. Well, I mean,
1: not to knock it down, but just, like, you know, if I'm coming in after fucking struggling out there, I'm just going to throw it to the side. I'm not going to worry that's about that's entirely possible.
0: It. Now, the tent entrance was looking south, so there was some snow buildup on the north end of the tent,
2: Right, because they were on the on the hill at that point. Right, Is they're on right? The,
0: s- the slope of the mountain. And on the entrance part, on the ac- outside, in the snow, they find some uh, nice axe, and they also find Dilatov's jacket. And side note, in the pockets, they find, like, a pen knife and a pocketbook with Xena's picture inside, so maybe he still kind of carried a little... Kay. Torch for her. Either way, they found it extremely strange that Dalatov would take his jacket or leave it outside. Period. Who does that? Why would you do that? Yeah, it smells. Uh, and it smells. that's entirely possible.
1: Oh, I don't understand. But the most <laughs>
0: curious part of all, okay, is that they find a working flashlight sitting right on top of the snow pile. So And they even pick it up and they turn it on and they're like, this doesn't make any sense. This is not covered with snow, even though the tent was. And in fact, it looked like it had recently snowed or the wind had blown in some snow. So he's like, I don't understand this. But they don't find anybody. And they're actually still hopeful at this point in time that they're going to find somebody.
2: Right. They're not looking they're not looking for a group of dead hikers. They're just looking for a bunch of lost hikers. Correct. And from what I understand is like yeah, they did the inventory and everything. They just kind of like said where everything was at, but they didn't note everything to the point of a crime scene or an Correct, investigation. Correct. Because
0: they're still looking for live people. Well, there's mm-hmm. there's no signs of death. Correct. And that was the other thing. I think there was even food that had been cooking. they was in the process of being cooked. Whenever whatever happened happened, they were cooking their pork, which was high in fat and protein to give them the kind of energy to, you know okay, to right, do this. Right, 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 right. What they do know, though, is that despite the fact that the tent is cut, and again, they don't know at this point in time, it was cut from the inside, that they exit in an orderly fashion. So whatever initial panic causes them to cut the tent, for some reason, not only does it look like they scooped up snow and or somebody scooped up snow and put it on top of the tent, they walk out pretty much in an orderly fashion, which again makes no sense because why do you cover your tent with snow, leaving your shoes and all your warm gear behind? Now, the other thing that was interesting is that I read that seven of them walked down in this orderly fashion with axes and knives, the finished knives. I mean, why do you leave the comfort and the safety of your one shelter in an orderly fashion armed? It doesn't make sense. Now, like you said, they find the two Uries pretty much right off the bat because they see... This tree and they're like, why does it look like someone's come through and chopped down stuff?
2: A bunch of branches off the right. bottom. Why
0: does this look like a fire remain? So, I mean, that's how they start finding the bodies. We know this. And then, you know, a week later, they find Sabadin, And in May, on May 5th, because it's a mansey hunter and a dog, which tells me that they probably stopped looking. Oh, yeah, it's two months later. For the, the remaining four bodies. Because it's a local guy. Who's actually just hunting? Who finds Luba Lubadina?
2: Luba, dub, dub Dubina? Oh Dubnina.
1: Ludu,
0: dubnina. Ludina. Ludina. Dubi dubi. Ludmila. The other the last theory. <laughs> and and people respond quickly. The Manzi hunter on May fifth finds the bodies and the military comes in very quickly. This colonel guy comes back and they start digging up the bodies the remaining four, and this is where they find this cave, this snow cave, this four, had somehow had the strength at some point in time prior to sustaining, obviously, these fatal injuries, a mystery, mysterious injuries, to to dig. So some curious things kind of actually happen. So the, the colonel guy returns. Some of the students from the university also come back including a guy named Vladimir Askanovsky, And at this point in time, they noticed that some of the fir trees in the area had been cut. And when they looked into this den, they see that the students had the, 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 the mindset to lay these branches down to kind of separate them from the direct snow. And on top of the branches, they put close so again to kind of cause like a cushion between them and the the bottom of the snow which is probably something that they were trained to do in case of an emergency so their training is kicking in which should tell you that at some point in time these these at least four still have their capacity before whatever happens to them happens to them one of the things you didn't mention lubadina was found off on her own but there was a pair that looked like they were basically... There was two bodies. Kovotovo's body and Zolo Tariwa's Sasha, Sasha, Sasha. body. It seemed like they were either carrying or trying to protect him. And then the fourth body is positioned like downstream. And so even though they had this cave, they're finding these bodies in this stream. I mean, the girl is literally hunched over the rock.
1: Right. If I'm dying... I don't want water hitting my face. (laughs) Correct,
0: which is very interesting. And again, it is May, so the snow is starting to melt. But, I mean, what a very curious place to be. And we'll talk about why I think that's very interesting. So, Vladimir, who is there with this colonel, with the military, he stands out and says, when they dig up one of the bodies, I can't remember which one, this particular body had a notebook on him. The colonel rushes over, snatches up the notebook, and he says he wrote nothing. And it's like, he makes this big grand gesture. Well, did you even really fucking look? On top of which, it seemed like this notepad disappears forever. Nobody knows what happens to it. And it never gets filed with evidence, and it's never seen by anybody else. Only this particular colonel sees it. On top of everything else, when they start discovering the bodies, the colonel seems to know who is who. He's like, this is Lubadina, this is Sasha, this is Alex, this is, I can't remember the fourth guy's name.
1: Um, du- 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 Benina, Kolev, Kolevatov, Dibidale, Brign- Brignole, and uh, Sasha. Well,
0: either Brignoli. way, to Vladimir, it's like he's just saying who these people are, and they haven't even really... I mean, you're saying the man's eyebrows are missing. How the fuck do you know who that guy is? So he's like, this doesn't feel right. This doesn't feel right at all. And I mean, he even said we were surprised because it was really hard to see and no one could object or disagree. So, I mean, it's like this guy's just pew, 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 pew. This is how it is. On top of everything, this Vladimir guy, and he's a student. He wants what's best. He wants the truth. He's like, the people who were in charge were not really interested in conducting a proper investigation. And they didn't take pictures. They already seemed to have a theory of what went down. So it's basically they're pushing their agenda. And to him, it seemed like all of this was rushed. And you said it. Basically, the second they discovered the radiation, they shut down
1: the investigation.
0: But here's the clincher. They basically take the bodies from where they are in the stream and they place them on what they refer to as special stretchers and they carry them to where the military helicopter pad is. And, I mean, this is hard work. You're talking soft snow. You're carrying this unfortunate dead body who's not carrying their own weight, obviously.
1: It's dead weight, literally. Correct.
0: (laughs) And, you know, you're trying to do everything correct and right and gather all the information... And be accurate for the families, because they deserve correct answers. And would you believe that the pilots refused to take the bodies? They refused to take them? To the point where the colonel had to pull out his gun and say, you're going to fucking take them. In the article that I read, Vladimir talks about the potential idea that the pilots already knew that they had radiation poisoning on their bodies. And to him, that's what makes sense. Well, how do you know ahead of time if, A, you didn't bring the equipment, I mean, who brings radiation equipment out to take bodies home? You don't. Nobody well, thinks that way. So here you have a military people refusing to transport what should be innocent bystanders right. who has just experienced a horrific, unexplainable situation, and they're refusing to take their bodies. Why? I mean, and, and they got, I mean, the students had to intervene and say, hey, 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 you know, we've packed these bodies really good. We've wrapped them. We have done everything we can to prepare them for a transportation that is essential.
1: Right. I mean, honestly, they've probably dealt with this before. Because as a club or an organization that does this, the hiking gig, they have to have experienced dead hikers before and already have a routine to deal with it and establish the right thing to do.
0: And how to properly transport them. Now, the helicopter crew would only agree to transport these bodies until they were placed into zinc coffins.
2: Does zinc observe radiation?
0: I think it prevents the spread of radiation. Okay. Now, a couple of things. Over time, they, they initially say, you know, this was all caused by an avalanche, which is bullshit. I'm not a nature hiker and I'm not familiar with avalanches, but I know how to shovel snow and I know what snowball shows okay. <laughs> that looks on, like I've tossed it onto something looks like. If you look at pictures of the tent, that's exactly what it looks like. Someone just sh- threw some snow on that. On top of which, there's actually a, a very interesting picture. Of them digging the area for the tent, and there's a shovel in the picture as the students are still alive. And then in the post picture, when they discover the tent, you see the very same shovel along with your ski tents still propped up. So here again, they're trying to sell the the bullshit story of an avalanche, but you got your ski poles, your ski poles, your in your skis, your yeah, upright, they had the
2: skis sitting straight up.
0: Right, right, that's what I'm saying. The so shovel, yeah, if the snow the came down, they would have been. it would have sl- been buried. Correct. And more importantly, like I said, I know what it looks like when you throw snow on top of something because I, sh- I shovel snow. You shovel snow, you shovel snow, we all shovel snow. We know what that looks like. Now, as I said before, they know that the kids left with axes and knives. They also know that the four in the bottom had at least one finished knife. That knife never gets found. On top of which, and I think it's Sasha, he has the foresight to grab his fucking camera, or supposedly. Yes. There is a fifth unaccounted camera that they find, and I believe it's Sasha, they find it on him.
1: Yes, they find it on the body of Sasha.
0: And that's that's the other thing that you know pretty much gets whisked away, but they can't explain the sudden appearance of this camera, and they cannot explain what happened, to the finish knife that they used to cut the branches to put inside the ice cave to separate them from the snow. On top of which, again, nobody sees this notebook that the colonel swipes up immediately. And the other very interesting thing is, in the initial five that get buried, they actually have like a funeral kind of all together. The Russian government pushed for the families to have a very quiet, very low-key funeral, and they were like, fuck you, no. And it's like all these towns actually turned out to bury the first five, the second four, however. And they had the capability of open caskets for the first, even though it was noted by several family members that their skin had different coloration that was not normal. Again, we're talking Russia. They know what a person who dies legitimately from hypothermia looks like after being killed from hypothermia. This is not it. The four kids that get found later, the ones with the radiation, they are not allowed to have an open casket for their funerals. And would you believe they actually host their funerals, all four of them, but Sasha's grave is nowhere to be found. I don't think he was actually buried with the three of them, But it was like, I think his funeral was like a day or two later. But people said, I went to his funeral. We saw him. He buried him. But if you look now, you can't find his grave. And he's the guy. He's the World War II guy. He's the guy with the 24. He's the guy with military experience. And it's my understanding, and again, correct me if I'm wrong, before all of this shit went down, two of them went out, two of the gentlemen went out.
1: Yes, they established that he, him, and uh, Brignoli, I think, is what it is, they were the ones outside, allegedly. Which is why
0: I think those were the two that had shoes on. Well, yeah. And if you're going to
1: be outside, fire watching, bear watching, guarding, whatever you want to call it,
0: right, or taking a piss, I think it was.
1: Well, yeah. I mean,
2: now <laughs> were they holding hands?
1: Yeah, <laughs> it gets cold out there. <laughs>
0: Don't want to get lost. Now, one of the other non military men who was part of the investigation is a gentleman by Lev Ivanov. And he was again in charge. Uh, there was a lot of people a lot of a lot of badge flashing here.
1: Right. Everyone passed the torch of who was in charge or who was in charge of what and who who whose word are we following now or, you know. But that makes it easier though, because if you construed a l- bunch of names together you could never
0: pinpoint who's, who's really responsible,
1: right? So if you, uh, so I mean, if we have a piece of evidence, you pass it to this person, you pass it to that person. It can, for one, get tampered with and destroyed, or whatever ah, along the, the way. Mm-hmm. You'll never know. It's Did, like, you Did you fuck
2: up? Did you fuck, you fuck him? Right? Did you fuck
1: up? Did you hide mm-hmm. this? Did you do this? And he's like, No, I gave it to so and so, and then it's, it just keeps it going, and then it's just an endless chain of bullshit. So
0: now this guy has come out, especially since the fall of the Kremlin. You know, communism, Gorbachev. Is communism dead? Eh, not really. Yeah. Putnam. Who? Putnam, that would be the president, and I'm using air quotes when I say that word. Putin? Putin. Putin thank you. <laughs> Putnam. Putnam? Putnam. <laughs> oh, who the fuck is that? <laughs> Putnam, the quote-unquote president of Russia. Yeah.
1: The leader of the man.
0: Either way, the point is, is that one of the lead investigators has come out saying that he had a theory that was quickly kiboshed by the Communist Party by everybody involved, and he was, of the opinion, they believe they caught in one of the cameras of the Dalit Huff Pass group were pictures of very strange lights in the air, in the, in the night sky. Right. This guy, Lev, leave. Well,
1: so is this, is this your theory here?
0: No, I'm just telling you what one of the investigators was forced to stay silent on until he couldn't stay silent anymore or he, they couldn't make him stay silent, whatever. He promoted the notion, especially based on the type of injuries that were sustained by the re- last four, that some type of fireball or UFO-related incident had occurred because he was under the impression that the four were a target of some type of explosion, which would make sense as to why they had sustained the types of bruises, and potentially the radiation that was found on their bodies or on the clothes. Now, there is a tremendous amount of dispute about this radiation scenario. There is a huge argument that the clothes that the radiation were found on really originally belonged to the, the guys who worked at nuclear power plants. Right. There was
2: a meltdown. They had to clean it up. and
0: Correct. Now, right, that was uh, y- there was one Yuri, and I think there, yeah, Yuri
1: Krivonchenko, and who was the other feller? Uh, nuclear physics was Alexander called Col- it He worked. Kalovato was working at a nu- as a, a nuclear, secret, yeah, secret it? nuclear physics plant or like facility, and the other feller, you, the other Yuri. He was actually working at a nuclear plant where it actually erupted, and actually, it's it's the second worst nuclear radiation leak next to Chernobyl. So, and that was the uh, Kishitim Kishitim. I don't know how to say that word. Incident. So those two were both involved with radiation already. But even so, uh, you're not. They don't. You're not gonna bring it with you.
0: I mean, not intentionally. No. Now the other thing. And part of the reason why Leaf says, hey, again, you have this very strange discoloration of the skin that could be part of the type of particle radiation that this ball of fire UFO scenario could cause. But also, the trees themselves had evidence of something to suggest something had happened in the area onto itself. I'm pretty certain he had indicated that there was radiation on the tops of the trees or the top of the trees were burned as if something very hot had been in the area. Now going back to what I said earlier about how these bodies are found basically in a Creek leave says, you know, if you had radiation on say your clothing, Mm -hmm. water, will wash that away pretty fast. And so it's very curious because it's Lubadina who has radiation on her clothing.
1: Who's in the creek. And who's Ascent- literally... In flowing water.
0: Correct. And how convenient that she's placed over a rock. Is that, I mean, in your mind frame, and you're dying, what, you crawl over to a rock to die? No. That doesn't make any sense.
1: Well, I mean, what that she was crawling. Right.
0: <laughs> so let's talk the kind of theories... Besides, I mean, you know. I. Well,
1: that's the problem, too, with the, with the theories is there literally is. Just theories. Theor- just theories. But, like, at almost 100 theories this yeah. could be. Everything.
2: Everything. Everything under the sun.
1: Yeah. From Yeti. From the Yeti yes. to the local Man, the Mansi.
0: Which, the no. I say no to the Man Immediately no to the Mansi. Uh, what? What? From t- what
2: I understand, the Mansi was, like, a friendly tribe.
0: Right. And not just that, but I mean, you want you're talking about a group of people who've lived under the radar, literally off the grid. You're not going to draw attention to yourself, killing a bunch of Russian kids.
1: Well, like I said before in the last podcast is they go off the path. They don't they didn't follow the path they were supposed to go on. So they end up going somewhere that's actually heavily mansy territory.
2: So what the theory that I was reading was that. Essentially, they wandered into the forbidden area, like the, the land of the ancestors, right, and that's why the mansi would have Punished attacked them. them or killed them yeah that that's where the living people shouldn't go, so they made' them not living
1: and to be fair, it is like a a local like hoopla like the mansi you know can can you know they can get you
0: right and yes, they can make you disappear. Any traces of you because they know how right. to do that.
1: Well, that's their territory, and they've lived there, like you said, hundreds their, of years. The home field of advantage. Yeah, Correct.
2: it's like walking onto the reservation. Yeah, uh, whole whole new set of rules.
1: Yeah, so but I understand that it doesn't explain like the radiation nothing, but I mean,
0: or the discoloration of their skin. I mean, some of them were purple, some of them were orange.
1: Well, it, I mean, I mean, I'm not, I, I don't know their their culture, but I mean, in some cases, you know. If you wanted to do what you're gonna do, you're gonna sacrifice or do whatever. I mean, they have ceremonial, ceremonial kind of things, and I'm not, I'm not saying the paint would stay there forever, but I mean, they have their own thing.
0: I'm gonna say no to that. It's, I mean, yeah, I, I, I don't just believe don't in it either.
1: I'm not saying I believe in okay. this, but That's it's just it's a strong theory. One of the ther- theories, stronger says. quote okay. unquote theories.
0: There's the the UFO. They saw something in the night sky. Right.
1: So. Like you said, the other group that was there, you said, stated they saw lights in the Correct. sky. Um, you know, UFOs could have forced them to walk in a straight line. I mean, that's the thing, though. There's so much that we don't know about that part. Like, they, yeah, they could have used their <laughs> telepathy or their <laughs> their long fingers to tell you what to do. And then, But, I mean, it would explain how someone could make an ice den that that quick. To, and then they did experiments on them maybe in the den. And uh you said mentioned the camera, they so allegedly they, they found and because camera was damaged. They say it's water damage or some sort of damage to it.
2: Yeah, one of the cameras, yeah.
1: Right. So but they the the last picture they can like develop from that it was just dist- you know, it was damaged, but there was also it 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 resembles the inside of the den, but like there's like a light in the den itself. So they're saying they're, it's alleged that his last picture, he tried to take it, a picture of whatever was happening before he died,
0: right. Sasha. So there's also the theory of Yeti. Yeti.
2: There you know. is a picture that looks a lot like a Yeti. Yes. Have you in seen in that the one?
1: background, yes. Yes. Yeah. yes. That's a trippy that's picture. A good one. Yeah, okay. That's a good one.
0: Now, to me, you have the two kids who are p- you know, potentially pissing. They see Yeti coming. Like, get out, get out, get out. And that's when they slice open, but it doesn't explain why they walk calmly down the hill. To, I had said this earlier, and I didn't get back to it, so let me get back to it right now. When they had taken the tent back to the place to examine the evidence, uh-huh. one of the investigators was having his suit re-sewn, and it was the seamstress who looked over and saw the tent and was like, that was cut from the inside. So they didn't even know prior to taking the tent that the kids cut it from the inside. I mean, they didn't know. Cause and and the, the tent being cut, period, was baffling.
1: Well, right. I but mean, it's the
0: seamstress that says, hey, this was cut from the inside, and this is just like a whole, oh, my God. You know, right,
1: so why did they cut it from the inside out? He's probably like, what the fuck? Are you talking correct.
0: About? Anywho, but getting back to the the Yeti theory, I mean, it makes sense that they would do that. It would also make sense why they would carry axe and knives, but it doesn't make sense why they would follow in one suit. And we're, supposedly a storm was going on. So right. how hard is it for you to follow in one-line suit?
1: Well, actually, honestly, it wouldn't be that hard to follow in one-line suit, and you're probably not going to move very quick in a storm because you're probably going to be you know, a chain system holding on to the person in front of you.
0: And that's entirely possible, but if Yeti's after your ass, you're not going to stay no. <laughs> in one well, big line. Well, I mean, yeah, and that's
1: the thing is that maybe they subdued the Yeti or they did something to it to where they knew they were safe just long enough to
0: to get out of there,
1: right? But I mean, like I said, wasn't there?
0: Now the other thing that they did also find aside for aside from the fire at the cedar tree, they found what they thought was potentially a wall made out of wood for them to hide behind. Yes. Almost not propped up against the tree, but very close to the tree where they believe potentially they were either cut for firewood like you suggested because it would be dry or they were hiding. And there's a theory that the two Yuris climbed the tree to hide from whatever was below. Again, playing into the Yuri or even the Mansi theory.
2: Do Yetis climb trees?
0: No, not to my knowledge, but it's a Russian Yeti. And <laughs> mm-hmm. more importantly, it's believed to some degree, potentially, that they were clinging to the tree and they fell from the tree, which would cause the gray there stuff because the impact as he On landed. Landing. Now, also, both of them, you know, one's, try- one's biting his knuckle either because he's cold or he's preventing... Himself from screaming, because they have skin in the teeth. It's his knuckle. His knuckle right. is literally, literally in his, in his mouth. mouth. So he falls too. So both of the Uries fall. That causes them, and they're dead. They fall dead, which is why potentially one of them, their foot is burned because they fell too close to the fire. fire. Makes sense. And what somebody. In I think
2: you were right. There was, a, I think there was some articles of clothes in the fire by the tree. Right.
0: right. The well, tips,
1: tips of their clothing was burned. Right. Like it wasn't like burned to a crisp but like there were burn marks on the clothing of the bodies that were found by the cedar tree.
0: Right. And who knows how long it took for the other members to get to them to get their clothes off. You understand? Cuz that's to me the missing gap. You have the four who's furthest away with the most amount of clothes and two of them have fucking shoes on. Why weren't those the two that went to the tent? It doesn't make any sense to me. You want to send the ones who are the most prepared to handle the c- that type of weather to to travel that kind of distance.
1: Okay, so the two that died, the, the one that went back, it was Donatov and Zena uh, and Rustin. three of them. Right. So the three that go back, I don't know anything about Rustin, but you know the leader,
2: Dutlo J- and Zena, they yes. were a thing, right? They, uh, he had they, his I picture. Think in the past, they're, they're, yeah, they're,
0: they're a thing. Dina was taking the lead because she was first. Well,
1: so I mean, they, one person can be like, "Fuck this, I'm going back." She didn't have shoes. Well, th- well, well that's th- the well, thing. That's uh, Fuck this, I'm going sh- back. Yeah,
2: shit already hit the fan. You know, they're not, they're essentially not being super friendly anymore. They're they they're already fighting. Let's say they're fighting.
0: Well, the, yes, because we we yeah. know they got into some yeah. sort of physical altercation. R-
2: Jot loves the leader, and he like, says, "Fuck that, we're gonna I'm gonna go get my jacket." Yeah. but Jack is uphill. Well, he's probably Everything's so, uphill.
1: Right. He's probably thinking, I'm fucking. I, he's, well, but they're all well fit. They're all well, you know, built. Right. He probably thinks I can fucking make it back.
2: Now, say Sasha, he's like, no, fuck you. I know what the hell I'm doing. You know, mm-hmm. I, I'm the most experienced here. I know, you know, I know my thing. And everybody's like, oh, he's right. So everybody else goes with him. And right. So the they do- go their separate, separate directions.
0: I just. I mean, that does make sense. And then maybe they got into a big fist fight. You know, I I have thought about this for years. You know, were the two outside playing a practical joke saying, Oh my God, you got to get out of the tent. There's, you know, fucking Yeti coming. Freaks the other team. Or avalanche, avalanche, avalanche. Not realizing that these guys would cut open the tent. You know what I mean? To get out. And then when they realized... But that doesn't make sense either because I would have grabbed my shit.
1: Well right. So So but, but so so I'm so saying though, so like the the groups divide Well, they they couldn't have divided because they can, they have their clothes. They literally took their clothes. Right. So they stay together long enough for them to be
0: <laughs> after they die they take their clothes.
1: Right. So but you i i do believe that maybe sasha the older the oldest the oldest one and dilatov who is the leader you know they they probably butt heads you know i mean the whole party is going to be bumping heads after a while because everyone's got ideas when shit
0: goes bad yeah
1: so unless someone's strong enough to take over then so,
0: so so other theories is that they were mistaken for gulag fugitives again remember the the political prisoner camp right Okay, I, I find that to be f- just straight bullshit. One look at those kids, they're not hardened criminals; they're students. No. Another is, is that they had basically stumbled onto some type of uh, KGB-controlled area.
1: So this is when, this is my theory. Okay. It's not the area. Okay, <laughs> stay with me. Here.
0: Okay. Stay with me here.
2: Uh, oh, I I feel like we have similar theories. Go ahead. So do you think?
0: I'm this. At that, that
1: another, at least, at least four of them, but I'm willing to accept all of them. These are all KGB. This little party is KGB themselves. Why? Because why the fuck would you be out there? But what was so there? this? This is this is it. I believe. That Sasha, the oldest one, the World War II vet, and vice versa, this and that, you know, he's the OG man who's done these hikes before, 20-something, right? I'm not saying this is exactly like you this. think
0: he's like, 30, oh, 24 hikes, yeah.
1: So, I think this guy is, you know, OG KGB, and these are some trainees, you know, and, you know. They're
2: on their, like. First mission or insi-
1: right? Initiation. It's like their mission, mission or initiation or some sort of test. training thing or test, which leads to the radiation idea, because maybe they were testing a weapon of some sort or messing around with something. Which, was, but they're because they're all educated and some of them have a degree, some of them don't. So they're still going to school, but they're all in radio engineering, engineering, uh, all these kind of things that communications involve, Communication involved things going out, like it, it involve.
0: Information.
1: Information. And information. two people are literally have been around radiation and how to deal with it. One was a secret facility. So, if they're all grouped up, it's kind of weird. And then, you know, they can make the excuse that, you know, Sasha was going to go with that group. It's like, oh, well, let me just happen to go with this group. And then why are you smuggling a certain person on a train? Like you said, you know, I wasn't there the situation, so maybe they couldn't, didn't have time to buy a train ticket. No one's going out there. No one's fucking going out and, there. You know, in
0: all honesty, yes, because I hear what you're saying about that because the searchers found cash. They still had a lot of money on their person. Why didn't they just buy that tenth ticket? Right.
1: And what and so if you're smuggling somebody, you're probably smuggling something else. It's possible. So at this point, I don't know why they would still broke free from the tent. So maybe either there was a struggle between themselves. Or the radiation might have fucked with them, or they thought something was wrong, or they're supposed to meet somebody out there. There is a theory I saw that they were supposed to meet. I mean, I don't really agree with this part, but I agree with the KGB part. But I don't know about this part. But they were supposed to meet with American agents. So maybe
0: you mean CIA?
1: Well, yeah, American agents. Because
0: CIA. FBI wouldn't be there. I'd, I'd it say would say be
1: CIA. CIA. You could be CIA agent. CIA no, agent. I'm saying.
0: Ah. I'm saying CIA.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She threw a book at me. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't hit me again. Okay. Right. So that was a theory too. And so maybe they were all coming out or and then something went wrong to where the CIA was like, fuck you guys. And then if you have to quickly escape the tent, you know, you do what you got to do. And then the CIA fucked them up or something went wrong. So, but I mean, like I said, it's just a theory. But I think they had some sort of radiation testing device or something on with them. And that's why the government would have... Covered up. Covered up, because they knew these guys had something. And whatever. And then maybe when they're in the den, at a certain point, it just got too cold. And they, you know... I'm no expert either, but I'm pretty sure radiation kind of warms up the soul
0: <laughs> before
1: you get well, I melted. Well, it depends
0: on the radiation. So... Okay, so... That's your theory, but kind of just to cover our our bases here. Special forces, they were attacked by some type of special Russian special force, which is a possibility.
2: I like that. I'll touch on it later.
0: Secret launches, infrasound, the wind, this weird humming sound off of the mountain. Right, it's like a frequency. Yeah,
2: I listened to that a little bit, and all the research for that is... Like, pure speculations. They have, like, no set scientific numbers or anything like that, or cases that that, would that actually happens. That. Yeah, right. or, you know, anything.
1: But, I mean, if it did happen, it just happens to be that one in a million shot.
0: For all nine of them? That's that's well, the p- stretch Well, that's there. the thing. So why does it have to be all nine? Because well, they all calmly went out of the
1: well, it's tent. Well, if one person... Goes delusional, or two even, right? It's just a one in a million shot. If two people fucking lose their shit and they grab weapons and they fucking tear open your only tent and make you go down a hill,
0: but they had other weapons. They had access in. What the I'm tent.
1: saying is, if two people are holding you hostage, because they first take
0: I the understand advantage. That. But the I what I said earlier was when they left the tent. They left with axes and they left with knives. Yeah, but no, it doesn't specify who took them. Correct. It does not. And more importantly, it doesn't specify if they ever found guns. Because, I mean, we're all looking at Sasha, but the other guy, there, I want to say Alexander, he looks, question- I mean, you look at these guys' pictures and you're like, You see dorky kid, dorky kid, you know, college fun kid, college fun kid. Then you got this serious motherfucker who looks like he will kill you. Well, Alexander's the one who worked at the nuclear place. Yeah, that guy. All right, so then uh, we talked about Yeti. We also talked about the lightning ball or ball lightning, the orange. Maybe not UFO, but being this weird phenomenon of these lightning strikes in the area. Because, again, weird lights were seen by another traveling group there's no denying that and again these are kids who want the truth so they're not going to hide there was the theory of gravity fluctuation there's even and someone had touched down earlier about how the fire there was a fire and it caught the guy's clothes well potentially a fire broke out i i don't agree with that because they wouldn't have left the tent they would have used the snow to put out the fire so not falling for that one
1: so that would explain why the snow was shoveled on there
0: but it doesn't explain why they would leave the area. Also, too, there was a suggestion that, that they got mowed down by a snowmobile, which, again, that doesn't make any sense <laughs> to me either. Mm-hmm. So lots of variety and, and theories. So uh, I like
1: the paradox on dressing. I've never, never heard of this before.
0: Oh, uh, you're not familiar with
1: it. I I, I wasn't, so I looked. Into okay, this you want to explain it. All it is is simply you got so cold that the mind basically kind of. Oh, it, you think you're too hot. Yeah, you're so hot, you de- your mind thinks because you're so cold that you're you're not you're not functioning. Your mind tricks you into thinking you're hot, right? So you start undressing, right? And then if you're undressing, you think you don't need any clothes. And then you just you just get loopy. So it's almost like the wind effect thing with the the certain yeah uh, frequency frequency and everything. Okay.
0: Polar bear. Um,
2: I have my own theory. Are you done with yeah, your theory? You don't it's the KGB they motherfuckers. They are KGB. They
1: are KGB. I'm telling you. They're I like KGB.
2: I like that, but not a lot. <laughs> 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 so essentially, I think there was just a group of kids going hiking. And they stumbled onto something they weren't supposed to see. They walked up the mountain. Everything was going as planned, and the cameras show lights. They they show thing. You know, they saw things. They they saw things they weren't supposed to. And let's say they didn't. It didn't spook them right away, but they. Because I don't think any of the photographs have dates on them. Uh, Essentially, they they saw lights. I think were explosions or missile testing. this is a period of the Cold War. This is after world war two cold war u s and uh Soviet Union are rallying their stuff up. you know they're testing weapons, they're making new cool things, and what better place to test them than tundra wasteland of the mountains far away from everything
0: the dead mountain yeah, dead the, mountain, de- yeah. the dead the dead yeah. mountain you know what I mean.
2: So they make their way up there, and they're camping out, and they saw the lights and everything, and maybe maybe they didn't even know what they were looking at. And they're cooking their dinner in their tent, but the special forces or the KGB or whoever, you know, Russian military, the guys who were testing the weapons, found that they were there and that they saw what they saw. And let's say the two that went outside, they got those guys first they come back towards the tent and then you know a couple guys bunch of guys with guns or a couple guys with guns come into the tent and they say we're getting the fuck out of here you, you guys are doing what we're doing and you know they're being a bunch of college kids say okay and you know to make a point this freaking soldiers cut the tent open saying get the fuck out they walk in orderly fashion because the like yes they seen the footprints of them walking straight and uh, calmly, In the line, but you know there was so much tampering going on when they found the tent that you don't know if there was other footprints in the area because they were when they found the tent they weren't looking for dead kids there was
0: or a crime scene or a crime
2: scene yeah they they walked all over all over there
0: right the evidence
2: yeah all over the evidence things got destroyed and these guys are pretty good at covering up
0: well not that good Mm -hmm.
2: if they were
1: that good they would they would have.
2: They were covering up their evidence, not not <laughs> what happened after. But uh, yeah, they walk walk down the hill. You know, they they stop in places. Maybe maybe their plan was to take these guys prisoners and throw them in the gulag for the rest of their life. But something happens to a dude has to hit that girl with a baton, or everybody had inflicted wounds on them for the most part, combative wounds, combative wounds, and maybe maybe the four escaped with extra you know with extra clothes and they found their hole in the ground that they hid in until they were done and that's why the military was so eager to dispose of the rest of the evidence the notebook whatever the extra camera or maybe they were tortured and essentially i think sasha was the only one that was involved in anything and that's why he had one of the more gruesome corpses
0: So I think you and I are kind of on the same page. Well, I also heard a thing that I kind of liked was that Sasha
1: was supposed to meet somebody out there.
0: A CIA agent.
1: CIA. So maybe it might have been just him that was turning or doing whatever to meet with somebody. And then it got everybody else involved.
0: The KGB showed up. Mm -hmm.
1: So here's what I think.
2: They're they're notorious for making people disappear. And
1: and I uh, like Tiny things. But it's so messy. Right, which causes confusion. But then you have speculation, and then if you don't have answers, then they you tried cause... to keep
0: p- this quiet.
1: Right, because the... Well, why not the, just get rid of the bodies? The case Because you, come the out.
0: families were like, no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. I mean, they defied them even with the funeral. They were like, you need to keep this quiet. The whole town's turned out.
1: But isn't it easier to just get rid of it all? Yes,
0: but the families weren't saying quiet. So uh, what I'm saying is... It's
1: easier to not involve yourself because the government's not going to involve yourself. It's just a missing group of kids, right? So if you find the bodies, now you have to do something because now people are going to question and do whatever. So why wouldn't? So either the people who they say f- say that, say that it's the, the, the case, you know, they were testing on something, and they happened to be in the wrong place, wrong time. So somehow they got their hands involved in something, and they got the the, the four got away and built a den and. Just hit out there.
0: So you're kind of following what my thought was. The two, my assumption is this. The two outside saw something that they weren't supposed to see. And it was, to me, it was one of three things. They saw mil- military equipment being used illegally. And when they saw that they were witnesses, they were like, we got to go fucking take them out. Or they saw, no, I can't say illegal, but uh, weapons testing that they weren't supposed to see or they saw a ufo that russian government was aware of but didn't want people to be aware of themselves and so they lit out to the kids made them cut out the tent so they couldn't come back made the kids march down to the tree made the kids build the fire tied a few of them up because some of them had very strange markings on their wrists and their in their ankles And when the kids fought back because they have combative bruises, and particularly the girl with the baton bruise, that's when they split up and KGB lit out. Or somebody lit out thinking they're going to fucking die anyways. We're going to call it hypothermia, and no one's going to argue with us. We'll send the military in the second these kids' parents, family members start crying about their kids. So I think the four went down, which makes sense because they're trying to get away.
1: Right, so they split up.
0: Correct. They, the second the fight happened, so the four lasted the longest and probably last because they're wearing other people's clothes. It does behoove me, I will say this, as to especially since two of the four had shoes, why didn't they go all the way back up to the tent? Potentially because they were afraid that KBG or whoever attacked them was still watching the tent. So that's how come they never make it for the tent. Although it does behoove me again, why didn't they go for their stock supply that was on the other side of the mountain? Again, they still had the best clothing. Now, I think they were discovered and they were subjected to some type of explosion or bomb that caused the kind of bruises or internal damage that eventually kills them. And then they staged the bodies. The girl is over a rock, for Christ's yeah, sake.
2: For for the most part, almost all of the bodies seem like they were tampered with after they died. Correct.
0: And they leave the two Yuri's alone because they are probably the first to die. And the kids are probably like, oh, my God, our friends are dead. Let's put them together, but we've got to take their clothes. And it does make sense to some degree why some of the clothes is burnt. Like I said, one of them fell in. But also trying to defrost the frozen clothes off of the bodies. I don't know. That's just all. This is all speculation, anyways.
1: Right. Well, it's, that's why it's called theory. Right. The, the, the whole th- case th- is the whole, speculation. Yeah, there's no answer. That's the thing. At the end no, of this and happens. I think
0: they when they dragged the kids down to the cedar. Like I said, they tied them up to invest to interrogate them to find out what they saw. What do you know? Who to, who sent you here? Blah 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 blah. Then the the fight happened. The kids fought back. This is why they're missing a knife, because the kids used the knife to build the snow tent. And when they, you know, blew up the kids, they took the knife with them. That's why the, ca- the, the knife is missing. Secondly, they didn't know what kind of evidence was on the camera. So they leave a dummy camera to throw people off. And dummy. this camera is easily found. I mean... That doesn't make any sense. If KGB comes knocking on your fucking tent in the middle of a snowstorm, you're not grabbing your camera.
1: It's too sloppy though, because uh, uh, the problem is the people who leave the bodies there. If there were people who left the bodies there, they they can't be people who wanted to be there. You know what I'm saying. Yeah,
0: but they know that they're doing the cleanup.
1: Who's doing the cleanup?
0: The KGB knows that they got other people K- who's I, going KGB. to do KGB, their KGB, <laughs> KGB. <laughs> KGB.
1: Oh, I'm <laughs> so what I'm saying is. Okay, so they expected, so it's established that February 2nd is when they're probably dead, right? Whatever happens, happens, yes. Right. So February 12th, they're supposed to be back, right? Right. And the parties don't start till February 21st. So you're telling me in 19 days. Or nine. The 2nd to the 21st? Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, okay. 19 days, the Russian government, who may or may not be involved, just doesn't take care of it. Within those couldn't have went out there and cleaned everybody up and just done it themselves real quick. In 15, 19 days,
0: I think they tampered with everything to cause confusion. More importantly, it gave them time to swap out shit to cause more confusion.
1: You have nineteen. There's no need to cause confusion if you just get rid of it. You could. You don't have to write anything. They just vanished. They just vanished, and then it becomes the story of oh shit. They went they on a trail y- and never came UFO back.
2: UFO sucked it up.
1: Yeah.
0: I think the families would have caused too much. Too they much. caused too much now, though.
1: So because now, because it's because of the fact that their bodies were still there and that close, is it creates the conflict now between the people. The but people it wasn't planned.
2: It w- I mean, it wasn't planned for families to find out all this shit that was wrong with it. The, well, they know, knew whoever was in charge of the, charge of the up government it yeah. sucked. Okay, was
1: terrible at their job. Okay. <laughs> so, oh, I
0: think they knew exactly what happened. And they had to get rid of actual evidence.
1: So, okay. So they take your, but the confusion part. So that's the thing. So maybe, the as I'm saying, the person or people who did that to them couldn't have been there. Because if they had any sort of half a brain cell, Anybody, the KGB kind of did some gnarly shit, bro. <laughs> so what I'm saying is, if they had half a brain cell or anything, they would have known causing more
0: confusion isn't going to help them. You know, it I, causes I, the scene now. The truth is, for Vina, for the bunny, we're never gonna know because, like, the colonel swiped that notepad. I think the military, KGB, or special forces was there, and they swiped evidence that would have told the truth.
1: Well, it happened in what, fifty nine, right? This right. incident?
2: Well that's the thing is they the incident didn't really go public until, until s- four years later. Yes. They so so they did a they did a fine job. They it was quiet. The only one that was mad were the families and then it really didn't make it into the public.
1: There's nobody yeah. cares at that point. There's nothing
2: you can do at and, that point. You know, until fine enthusiasts like ourselves picked up a case. Right, well, that's like the thing. The website the came up happened to these
1: only kids? recently. Right. The website just came up not that long ago, and all these news and all these people are wanting to add information to it and come together and do it, and now we do have that technology to do that. But
0: honestly... The but we don't have
1: the evidence. <laughs> we don't have the, the only person who has the evidence is...
0: The government. The government. KGB people. Right, so... Uh, well, I mean, we'll, we will point <laughs> out that the uh, sweetest group of kids went there, followed the exact same trail, and came to the conclusion that it was an avalanche, which I don't agree with, and not on any level.
2: There yes. was, yeah i I was looking into the avalanche theory, and it says there was an ever av- a recorded avalanche before that or after that. So if it was one isolated incident, I don't know. Well, how do,
1: how do you record an avalanche though?
0: Especially if nobody Science. lives Science. there. Science. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's
1: true. I mean, half the time we just believe what someone tells me because they had this machine that says, oh, I did this. <laughs> okay,
0: cool. <laughs> so that's it. I mean, we can't even solve this mystery. And, you know, we're.
1: Did you expect to solve it tonight? Uh, I was yeah, not fuck ready. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I was want hoping. That answers. It. <laughs> Either way, it was your boys, the KGB, and they were all getting ready to. <sighs> Yeah. Do some cool I'd shit.
2: Yeah, because I don't think it was the aliens. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, w- I would like to believe the aliens, it would make the most sense. So yeah. until the UFO comes says, hey, my bad, you know, <laughs> it, ain't, it ain't much. So, Okay. But, I mean, you know, th- there's been things about it. They've made a movie about it. It's not a very good movie, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> but they did a movie, the, the books, the website. There, there's
2: actually a new book that's posted on the website. Was it yeah, 10 1079? Something. I can't remember why
0: that yeah. is a number. special reference to something. I don't know. I didn't see. The and the it. some of
2: the fans actually don't like the books because some of the facts are wrong. So it's like everything. Everything about this case well, is, is pure d- speculation. Yeah. Well, th- If you want opinions. to see the
1: hard stuff, you just go to the website. It shows the pictures of them before they died. Yep. It shows their diaries. It shows all the injuries they that they, they uh, sustained. Uh, uh, sustained. It shows a map of where their bodies are found. It shows everything. It right. breaks it down for yes, you. Yes, it
0: does. To a T. Like, a lot of information. There's so much.
2: And, you know, and that's why we're... <laughs> there's <laughs> there's so much the information. <laughs> that's why we're so having that's such like, a rough time right.
1: with this.
0: So like we're on second episode, so...
1: Right. And it has its own theories and everything. But like I said, it's, just a, it's a big legacy now, so hopefully something happens soon, but it probably won't. And there's even a game. There's a game called uh, The Mountain... Dead Mountain. No, no, no. no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Google that. Yeah.
0: All right. So that's what we have for you tonight. On to business. Facebook, Facebook, Facebook. We have a Facebook page. If you are curious or interested and would like to join, send me a request. But in the meantime, if you have a place that you would somebody like to see where their dark corners are or you have an unsolved mystery you'd like for us to research and do an episode on, Send me a request at where the dark corners are at gmail.com. Final thoughts, Panda? Just send your thoughts to Facebook page. Just, I
1: mean, just check out the website. Literally just look at dilatoppass.com. And you you will see everything there. Yes. It's trippy.
2: That's what I was going to say. Check out the website. Make your own conclusions. Make your own decisions. Maybe we can post a link on the website.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So until next time, please remember. Only the few can find the beauty in the darkness, which is why I, or we.
1: <laughs> wow! I'm just sitting there. Wow.
2: Just took all the credit. Yeah, yeah. It took I, for two weeks to research, research this shit.
1: That's why we will see you the next time. Corners are.
2: <laughs> where the dark.
1: Next time Can't I hope to, w- you you dark, hope to see uh, you, you where the dark. You where the dark, dark corners, corners are. are. Fuck night. the KGB. <laughs> <laughs>